He might be Prime Minister, Finance Minister and Advisor Emeritus, but Najib Razak had nothing to do with the financial shenanigans in SRC International, or so his lawyers suggested today. Instead, the former Prime Minister's lawyers seemed to crank up the blame game today as they endeavoured to paint a picture that former SRC International CEO Nick Faisal Arif Kamil was the mastermind behind what transpired in the government company. The prosecution's 39th witness, Ismi Ismail's testimony, revealed that 1MDB's board of directors was not kept in the loop about the loans KWAP gave to SRC, as well as the inner workings of the company. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Dressed in a navy blue suit with matching dotted tie, Najib arrived in court for day 23 of his SRC trial to four supporters waiting for him at the court lobby. He shook hands with them and promptly made his way to Judge Muhammad Naslan Muhammad Ghazali's courtroom on the fifth floor. Najib, who has turned into an internet phenomenon in the past few months, despite being charged with countless crimes, decided to play an internet troll yesterday. After a sex tape allegedly involving a Pakatan Harapan minister surfaced, Najib took to Facebook to post a meme of Michael Jackson eating popcorn, implying that he was enjoying the show. While waiting for the judge, Najib could be seen speaking to his lawyer while his aide placed his two cushions in the dock. He made his way in when the judge arrived, and a policeman closed the door behind him. He had a friend and party colleague in the public gallery today, former Pahang Menteri Besar Atnan Yaakob, who was there to observe today's hearing. Back for the third day in a row was former SRC chairman Ismi Ismail and defence lawyer Havindajit Singh or Harvey continued his cross-examination. Let's hear from Ray. It's already the third day Ismi has been on the stand and Harvey was relentless. The lawyer went through every paragraph of the 1MDB board meeting's minutes, focusing on Najib's letter which named himself advisor emeritus. Even the witness seemed exasperated by his questions. Harvey then asked Ismi about the government guarantee that SRC received for its loan. Ismi said he didn't know how the guarantee came about, but from his personal experience, they are hard to obtain. The lawyer also brought up SRC's joint venture with Aaba Investment, a subsidiary of Abu Dhabi Bay Sovereign Wealth Fund, Mudabala Investment Company. The lawyer said that this gave the impression that there was a government-to-government relationship to which Ismi agreed. Harvey, it seemed, was trying to show that it was former SRC CEO Nick Faisal who had the power in the company and had more knowledge than the board. Ismi agreed and said he was intelligent too. The witness also said he didn't know whether Nick Faisal held any position in 1MDB. Nick Faisal is now missing and the last we heard of him, he was in Indonesia. Through all this, Najib seemed to be listening to his lawyer intently, 
one elbow propped up on the dock and hand on his chin. When Court took a short break, he immediately went straight down to the basement canteen for coffee. Proceedings resumed after 10 minutes with an exchange over Ismi's favorite pen, which he carried in the left pocket of his shirt. He said he carried it with him at all times, maybe except for weekends. Harvey used this to suggest that Ismi signed all of the board meeting's minutes they were going through with that pen at the same time and place. Ray is back to tell you more. As the cross-examination wore on, Ismi began to give a lot of I don't know or I don't remember answers. Despite having been a 1MDB board member and SRC chairman, he didn't seem to know a lot of what the company did. He didn't know that SRC had an M-Bank account ending with 736. He also didn't know how the KWAP loans came about. He couldn't remember if the 1MDB board had even authorised Nick Faisal to go and seek the initial 3.95 billion ringgit loan from KWAP or if there was any application to disclose SRC's information to the retirement fund. Izmi wasn't informed of any meetings between Nick Faisal and the retirement fund. As the witness and lawyer went through an email thread where Nick Faisal forwarded KWAP details of potential investments in Indonesian companies, Izmi said the board was not informed of these. As lunch drew closer, Najib sank further into his seat, sometimes looking at his mobile phone. Before the midday break, Harvey once again brought up the allegedly fake meeting minutes between Najib and Nick Faisal. This detailed how Najib asked him to move 1.8 billion ringgit to accounts in Switzerland and Hong Kong. Ismi had earlier testified that this was done to generate better returns. In his testimony today, he said he had no reason to doubt the authenticity of the document. It was also revealed that the signatory to the two accounts was Terence Gay, then Executive Finance Director of 1MDB. Proceedings broke for lunch and Najib left the courthouse. After the lunch break, Ismi continued to testify that the 1MDB board was kept in the dark about a great many things. They didn't know of and had no control over the Ambank account ending with 736. This was the same account the first 2 billion ringgit loan from KWAP went into. Ismi again said that he didn't know that any money was coming in or going out of this account. The defence tried to shift the blame to former 1MDB CEO Sharul Azral. If not Nick Faisal, Harvey suggested, Sharul should have informed the board and the failure to do so was an offence. The rest of the day was spent scrutinising more minutes of meetings and it looks like it will continue tomorrow as Harvey was not yet done with Ismi. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yappik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharya. I'm Patrick Teo.